This episode is brought to you by Novilla Mattresses. When it comes to your mother, you want her sleeping in a comfortable bed. When she's with me, she won't have to worry about that because I sleep on a Novilla mattress. Let me tell you, when your mom is at my place, she is sleeping on a very comfortable mattress and she is going to get you one as well. Meet their Bliss Organic Memory Foam Mattress. Perfect for those who want a cool, dry, undisturbed sleep throughout the night, made with organic bamboo charcoal fiber, excellent motion isolation, cooling gel-infused memory foam that fits all bed frames and is reasonably priced. Perfect for if you want an inexpensive mattress for you, your children, or even for your guest room. It comes in a box delivered right to your door, and you get 100 nights to try it out. Skip that trip to the big box mattress store and get a mattress from Novilla. Throw out that cheap Walmart mattress you got in college and get yourself a mattress made by Novilla. Using promo code SHWEEZY or the link in our description, you can save 10% on any purchase through Novilla directly. Try out the mattress that your mom tried out last night. Again, that's 10% off using promo code SHWEEZY. And a reminder, when you use our links, you directly support this show. When you want it the most, there's no What is going on, my fellow Schwokords? What is up? Welcome to yet another episode of Cancel Sweezy, better known as the Lord's Trademark Favorite Podcast. What is up? What is going on, everyone? Uh, how how the fuck are you? Let's just break the good boy, the good boy timer right now. We had an ad. We had fucking Celine Dion going on. Uh, I can, I'll say fuck now. I think, you know what? I don't know. We made it. We made it a couple minutes. Um, welcome to the show. Uh, yesterday, uh, I'm recording on Sunday. Usually, I record on Mondays, but I'm going to try out this week Sunday uh, a new process for things. See how much I like it, and we we'll go from there. But uh, no, yesterday I was a Saturday. My therapist says I need to uh, be around other people, interact with other people, and socialize more. So I went to my four-year-old cousin's uh, dance recital. And uh, you're, if you're asking, was she good? We're not answering that fucking question. Uh, this was a small-town uh, dance recital for small kids. Now, small kids, when they dance, I don't have any expectations. I, I don't come in with any expectations. But with music, I will come in with some expectations. I wanted to get them both into, my little cousins, into guitar. Uh, because I think guitar is a better instrument for, if you're going to be, you know, if you just want to know how to play an instrument, but then, like, you're not going to be a musician or even play in a band, you just want to know how to play an instrument, I think guitar is better. It used to be piano, and I think there's a lot of cultural standard. That's why everyone has pianos in their living room, because, like, the wife had to learn how to entertain guests and shit like that, so they make the wife, uh, play piano. It's a weird, music's a weird circle. It's like cooking, it's like the men do it for a profession, but a woman does it because she's a woman. Music's not too far off from there <coughs> as well. If you want to know anything about music history, you should just be fucking, honey, we're having people over, fucking learn some Beethoven, god damn it. Uh, and then they burn the meatloaf and the wife gets the shit beaten out of her. Oh. 
I love Lucy. Now, did I don't think Ricky ever beat the shit out of Lucy. Dick Van Dyke never beat the shit out of Mrs. Van Dyke. What a fucking name, Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke. Dick, as in wiener. Van, as in... Prob- specifically when they say van, the type of van you abduct children in. And Dyke, because you're a lesbian. Like, what a fucking name, dude. No, you could not have a kid named Dick Van Dyke be going to fucking school today. You'd send him to a public school. I don't know, pro- even a private school, I bet. You send, out, send a fucking kid named Dick Van Dyke to a public school, that kid's going to get murdered. You know? Like, you hear people with, like, fucking strange names. I'm like... You know, you could see, you know, you had foreigner parents. Like, it's, it's, not a, it's not a strange in our language. Half Italian, half something fucking else. Uh, but, like, here's like, their last name's Wiener. You know, like, what chick's going to keep their last name? They're surprisingly... I thought the last name Hitler, like, everyone who had the name Hitler was like, we're not going to reproduce. We're just going to call it that. But uh, I worked for a... Uh, what was it, like, medical billing company one back in the day, and uh, we just typed in Hitler, and we found a lot of names. So, uh... That's rough, buddy. I don't know, why would you fucking keep that name? I was like, I really like the guy. I actually changed it to this. Uh, but back to the dance recital. No, we, uh, my cousin had her little dance recital. She was fine. Uh, they told me uh, that after she gets done dancing, you go leave. It's a small town. It was in a small town. And so, you go leave... And go wait by the restaurants. When we text you, we're done. You get a big table or whatever, you know. You know. Um, this is the type of guy you get. So I gotta, I gotta sit and wait, and I'm very happy about that because so I want to see my cousin. I don't, I don't need to see other kids, and that's where we get to the predicament of what I, why I brought this up in the first place, is because, like, I, I feel if I was a parent, you know. I wouldn't want my kids being around, like, any adult male unless it's, like, at school. Maybe at school's okay, but, like, the, the only reason why school's okay is because I know, like, those men at least have had a background check done on them. And, uh, you know, my kid, you know, if my kid's gonna, that's, oh, man, I was going to say, if my kid was getting, my kid's going to get molested, at least be someone's first time. Oh, that's horrible. Uh I think that's the reason we put that there, but like we're but like me going to like this ch- these children's dance recital. The only reason why it's oh it was really okay for me to go because it was I was watching my little cousin perform. If I went there by myself, it'd be weird. And even like my family, like the reason why I'm able to go there is because they trust I'm not going to be some fucking creep. They trust that I'm not going to be a fucking creep at this fucking dance recital, which I'm not. I'm not saying I would ever do that. Uh, those kids look, they all looked annoying, to be honest with you. And uh, it's like people are just going off like my my own, with their own faith in uh, the actions I have, uh, in my own actions. They're trusting my, uh, they're trusting their own faith in my own act, in my previous actions to so know not doing weird things with kids. Anyways, though, this has been a fun intro to a podcast. Talk about how, talk about diddling kids and how you're not that way. Um, anyways, though, that was a fun experience yesterday. Do what your therapist says, okay? Um, a lot of times your therapist does not suggest taking an edible and then going to a uh, 
than going to a four-year-old's dance recital. Uh, it's like you followed your, you followed every instruction my therapist gave me, except I added something and I took an edible. But honestly, though, and you know, if I had like a good kid, you know, like I mean, not saying like a perfect kid, but like a good kid. Uh, mainly, they just annoy you at that. Mainly, what a good kid is. All you can ex- parents. Uh, from someone who doesn't have kids and has to deal with a lot of people's kids, I will tell you, if your kid's good at school, like, both grade-wise and behavioral-wise, but they're kind of dickheads at home, like, that's the best you... Surprisingly, that's the best you can ask for and what kind of kids you get because it's like, you know, they're nice around other people, but then they just co- get comfortable around me and then they just start acting like a dickhead, you know? I always want to be like, you know, somehow we're in the car and then I'm in the car with the kids... You know, one of the kids is acting out, I'm like, uh, I'll just go with Robert because I don't know any child named Robert. That's like a fat adult's name is Robert. Uh, and he's like, hey, Robert. Wait, who was I talking about? Uh, oh, yeah, if I'm around kid. Robert, you're kind of acting like a dick right now. <laughs> just like tell that to a child. <coughs> oh, boy. Any of those? Anyways, though, welcome to Cancel Sweezy, the only podcast reminding you that Cinco de Mayo translates to May 5th. That's all it is. It's like, what holiday is it? May 5th. Like, that's the holiday. Uh, I don't know why they celebrate Cinco de Mayo, but I do know uh, that it translates into the 5th of May, and they celebrate it in Mexico. I, one, one day job long, long ago, I worked with a lady from Panama. She's like, oh, hello. And I was like, happy Cinco de Mayo. That is not my country. You know, I'm like, okay, okay. I just wanted to wish you happy Cinco de Mayo. (laughs) Still funny. It was still funny. (laughs) But no. But speaking of, it's finally that time of year again. Finally the time of the year we get to use this sound trap. You bet I'm coming up in May. Oh, yes. You bet I'm coming up in motherfucking May, folks. Oh, my God. Been waiting, waiting a little while to be able to use that uh, that sound drop. I think that one might actually stay. Cause I just say like I'm coming, I'm coming. You know, uh, I used to text friends, and so I was just like I'm about to come. You know, you know, and so I sing that kind of like ah come joke. I was like I'm about to bust. Like, and that means that I'm about to see someone. One day I'm gonna be very. What if this is all? Sometimes I think this is all an illusion in my head that I'm recording this and people on the internet are interacting uh, with me back. Uh, it's like a all simulation. Like when uh, Ryan on The Office, when Ryan opened up just a blank Word document for Creed, and he's like, this is my website, you know? And Ryan's like, yeah, it's 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 not good. It's not good. It's kind of creepy. <coughs> Anyways, though, that's... Uh, you bet I'm coming up in May. Uh, go check out my music on wherever you stream music at. I do want to say... That my cover of It's Gonna Be May, It's Gonna Be May, that is out, uh, that is right now, it came out two years ago, May 1st, and uh, if it's May, I would say go listen to that, that's the appropriate song, came out May 1st, that was funny, and didn't copy anyone else on that, that's for sure. Uh, what? Uh, and go check it out there, it's gonna be under Shweezy, you just take the cancel part out of cancel Shweezy, that's how you find it, that easy, that simple, just go on your websites or whatever. Social media under at the Shweezy. You know where I'm on social media at. Don't use Twitter that much, though. But check out TikTok and Instagram for sure. I post a lot of stuff. Uh, every, Thursday on, every Thursday on Twitch, I uh, play video games. Twitch.tv slash the Shweezy. Uh, I just started uh, 
Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga. We started on episode four. We completed episode four. I'm going to get into episode five and then maybe episode five and six together. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to go through the prequels because I did play the prequels originally on the PS2. Um, which I don't know how much they've changed since then. Uh, if it's like an improvement that I need to go back to them. We will. And uh, yeah, then we'll play the sequels too. I really, I really do can't believe with the Star Wars shit. Like people used to talk so much shit on the prequels. Like grown men. Grown men, instead of talking to women, would talk about how much they hated the Star Wars sequels and the prequels. And now we look at the prequels as pretty good, you know? It's like, and I'm like, the movie, like, it, it all works together. If you look at it all as, like, episodes of Clone Wars, like, it's all, it's all perfect. <coughs> That's, like, the uh, perfect way to view. Because I remember rewatching the prequels a couple years ago. I think I'm on my, I mean, in, I think 2020 was the last time I did a trilogy time. So, yeah, I need to, need to redo the Star Wars stuff. Of course, last time it was 2020. Yeah, so it's three years. Yeah, I need to do a rewatch of this, the original trilogy, at least. But uh, there's the prequels. I'm like, I like to watch the prequels. I didn't watch the sequels. I literally, I think I watched, I legit think I saw uh, uh, The Force Awakens like three or four times in theaters, I think. Because I think I saw an opening night because I'm going to go to an opening night and if a friend really wants me to go with them, you know, I'm like, I really just want to see this again. I'm like, okay, if you don't mind, I'll go with you. But I've already seen it. You know, I just think that's just good, good friend behavior. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, but yeah, so that's about three times in theaters, three or four times in theaters. Have not watched it since. So, in 2015, when it was in theaters, that's the only time I watched The Force Awakens. Still basically know what happens in the movie, though, you know. Still basically, I didn't, I liked Han Solo, he was my favorite character, so I was kind of upset he died. I remember, I think I forgot to take my anxiety meds and then I had a little panic attack. Oh, yeah. That was the time the fucking cops fucking searched me because the theater was packed, all right? The theater was packed. And uh, like I'm going to tell you, I saw openings in the back of the theater where the employees parked. So I parked there. I was talking on a phone and then cops thinking I was fucking smoking weed. Back in, when in Missouri, it wasn't cool to smoke weed. But it, nothing becomes okay until I think they're okay. Honestly, I don't think cocaine's that bad. But I, I'm not going to do it. But, uh... And it was like, yeah, go check that out. Uh, if you have an Amazon Prime account, connect it to your Twitch account, get a Twitch, subscribe, and financially support me without spending any extra money and take $5 away from Jeff Bezos. I like that. And I really like that. Um, so when I tell you this, I just want to say, when I tell you this, you're going to think that I'm making this up. But I'm not, I promise you. The inventor of Pilates, his name is Joseph Pilates. Okay. I told you that fact, and you're like, that's not true. And when I heard the fact, I will tell you, I also did not think it was true. I thought that was a lie. That was fake. I thought I was getting, uh, you know, bamboozled. That I was getting pranked. But no, I did, I did my research like everyone could do, a.k.a. Google who invented Pilates. And when it comes up, it says the inventor's name, is Joseph Pilates. It sounds like me making up a book report school. Pilates was invented by a man named Joseph Pilates uh, for stretches on what to do to help him lose or whatever you do Pilates for. It's weight loss exercise. 
It's, it's whatever, but uh, yeah. The guy's name is fucking Joseph Pilates. And so that's a fun thing to do. If you have a friend and you want to make, you just want to ruin their, you just want to annoy him for a second, and you're like, yeah, the guy better Pilates' name is Joseph Pilates. And you're like, that's not true. Pilates is probably something, some like ancient Chinese culture or Japanese culture or South Korean or North Korean or uh, the Philippines. I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to name every Asian country. <coughs> but, uh, yeah. It comes from a guy named Joseph Pilates, and it blew my mind. Because it sounds like a joke. It sounds like a joke. All right, let's get into previous week right now. What is previous week right now, you may be asking. It's all the news from last week that I will be presenting to you right now. So, uh... Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. And because of the new month, I get to say... You bet I'm coming up in May. Uh, so, uh, everyone find their lower. So, anyways... Let's just jump into it. This is from Consequence, uh, from the website. I think they are a magazine as well. So, uh, be cool to your school there. Robin... <laughs> what? Christopher Robin is a strung-out 20-something in upcoming R-rated Winnie the Pooh series. Oh, bother. There's yet another live-action Winnie the Pooh adaptation on the horizon, Variety reports. This time it comes in the form of Christopher Robin, an R-rated series which finds our eponymous protagonists all grown up in the big city with some questionable coping mechanisms. Christopher Robin will aim to take everything you know, everything you think you know about Christopher Robin and Winnie the Pooh, and create something completely fresh and undeniably funny. According to the show's off-official logline, uh, the little bright-eyed Chris we know and love is now out of the Hundred Acre Woods and has become a disillusioned New Yorker, navigating his quarter-life crisis and the, with the help of the weird-talking animals who live beyond a drug-induced portal outside his derelict apartment complex, the Hundred Acre Woods. Happens to be, happens to the best of us. Uh, the live-action animation hybrid series is currently in development from Bro Boat Rocker Studios in Shamir Anderson and Stephen James Bay Mills Studio. Its script was written by co-executive producer Charlie Kesserling, uh, who wrote Foreign Relations, most likely to, fellow co-executive producer Conrad Vernon, Shrek 2. Mm-hmm, Sausage Party. We'll direct the pilot uh, with Nick Nantle, also executive producers for Boat Rocker, along with Anderson and James for Bay Mills. Uh, Holly Hubshire is overseeing the project. Stay tuned here as more details about Christopher Robin emerge. <coughs> now that A.A. Milne's original 1926 collection of Winnie the Pooh short stories is in the public domain. Pooh Bear's Honeypot runneth over with new retellings of the classic children's tale. Last year, the bear was reimagined as bloodthirsty beast in Reese Frank Waterfield's horror flick Blood and Honey. Before that, Ewan McGregor starred as an adult Christopher Robin in Mark Forrester's 2018 live-action Winnie the Pooh feature. So, there's a lot of things. First of all, I heard the, when the Blood and Honey movie was not good. And since it was not good... I have not seen it. I heard it was not good. And people didn't like that. And so now we're doing a project. It's uh, Christopher Robin, but he's a druggie. And the the whole whole Hundred Acre gang, they are uh, his drug-induced illusions. Um, which I feel like is kind of ruining childhood, because Boy the Pooh is part of my childhood. Uh, I think my mom has it. I think she keeps it. She, she has it somewhere. 
But like everyone in the Pooh character, I have a stuffed animal for. My dad used to get them for me when I was a kid. That's what he liked to do. He would just come back from a trip sometime and have one. Like, and we put it with the put it with the group. We even have a Christopher Robin doll as well. Like that's how good the collection is. And some of them like are weirdly old now. I bet some of them were like probably could be worth a lot of money. I think it'd be cool to have a little space to display them. I think that's what I really like to do. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I hope they quit ruining their childhood. Now, I think that idea would actually be really good with like, maybe it was like a, you create like there was this kid show with all these characters and you kind of base it off Winnie the Pooh. I think a show based off Winnie the Pooh and then Christopher Robin's a drug addict uh, would probably be a better concept or at least in my mind would be a better concept for the show because I would think that you're not ruining Winnie the Pooh, but like people understand like, uh, this is supposed to be Winnie the Pooh. I think maybe even doing something like that's fine. And a lot of times when you're parroting something, like you have to talk to lawyers all the time to make sure to see if jokes will or won't work, you know? And, you know, with some this being a public domain, like they don't have to worry about like the Winnie the Pooh estate to uh, make their goddamn uh, predictions or whatever, not predictions or whatever, but uh, make their decision on what they want and don't want, you know? <clears throat> so very interesting stuff. We'll see if this movie's any good. Maybe, or not, it's not a movie, it's a TV show. Let's see if this show's any good. Where do I think it's going to end up? If it's good, I'll say if they like, the, I think it could be on HBO. It sounds like an HBO show, because I think if they like the pilot and shit like that, well, HBO will just fucking eat this up. Nom, 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 nom. Uh, I don't think Disney's going to get involved with this, even though I think they... So yeah, oh yeah, and we forget with the rights to this shit. So Winnie the Pooh, so like that Winnie the Pooh is in public domain, okay? That's how you'd imagine it. However, Disney has its own version of Winnie the Pooh. Cause I think I wanna say Winnie the Pooh with the red shirt is like the Disney character of Winnie the Pooh. Just how like there can be a million there's like a million Cinderella stories, but like there's a Disney Cinderella, which a lot of people see as like they're the Apple. I always think Disney and Apple are like similarities as in tech versus shows and shit, you know? Uh, yeah, Disney's a lot like Apple, and I don't think uh, they're going to want to do this. It's going to ruin their Winnie the Pooh shit, you know? Uh, so, like, they can't actually make it Disney Winnie the Pooh, but they can make it book Winnie the Pooh because the books are in public domain. So that's going to be a fun thing <coughs> in the future because people are going to keep milking this. Public, public domain shit. I think, is, do you think public domain? I actually wonder, I think public domain shit might be like, you know, the new thing. Like people are just gonna, you know, you know, books are gonna sample or whatever, or musicians and movies. I wonder if we're gonna get into an era of uh, public domain shit. That'd be really cool. Cool, cool, cool stuff. Huh? You bet I'm coming up in May. Huh. All right, this is from today, the the website, magazine, show. Uh, Ed Sheeran sings and plays guitar while testifying music, co music during music copyright trial. 
What? Uh, jurors in a New York City courtroom became the audience for an impromptu Ed Sheeran performance during his trial involving allegations that he took part of the melody of a Marvin Gaye classic when he created one of his own hits, which Sheeran has denied. The singer-songwriter lightened the mood in a Manhattan federal courtroom on April 27th when he picked up a loading guitar while on the stand and sang a few words of his 2016 hit song, Thinking Out Loud, to demonstrate how the song was put together. <coughs> I'm singing out loud, he sang in the courtroom. And Sharon is facing allegations by the heirs of the late Ed Townsend that he took part of the melody of Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On and used it for Thinking Out Loud. Townsend, who died in 2003, was a co-writer with Gaye on the 1973 classic. Sheeran, 32, also used the guitar to walk jurors through the chord progression on his hit single, which won a Grammy for the Song of the Year in 2016. He said co-writer Amy Wadge came up with the chord progression which he says is played differently than the progression on Let's Get It On. The Civil Suit claims Sheeran's song has a striking similarities to Gay's hit and shares overt common elements and are protected by copyright. The singer testifies to the genesis of Thinking Out Loud by saying he was in the shower one night and heard Wage playing guitar chords. He then yelled down to her that they needed to do something with the chord progression. And they finished the song after dinner that night and recorded it on an iPhone voice memo. Sheeran said during the, his testimony that he wrote Thinking Out Loud near the end of making his 2014 album, Multiply, the lyrics were inspired by his grandparents' love for each other, plus a relationship Sheeran was in at the time and one of Wedge's family members who was suffering from an illness, according to Sheeran. The four-time Grammy winner also said there's no set rules to songwriting and that he normally writes eight or nine songs in a day. Sheeran previously took the stand on April 25th, answering questions about how he once played a mashup of Let's Get It On and Thinking Out Loud during a live show, attorney Benjamin Crump argued for Townsend's estate that the matchup amounted to a confession. Sheer encountered that it would have been a bad idea to do that during a concert if he had actually copied a portion of the classic song. If I did what you're accusing me of, I'd be an idiot to stand in front of people, he said. The trial is expected to resume on May 1st. So, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna. You bet I'm coming up in May. All that I do, all that I do, not enough for you. Um, so, regardless, let us, let us continue uh, with that. Um, I'm on Ed Sheeran's side. I don't think it sounds like Let's Get It On. Uh, so, uh, it shares striking similar chord progressions. But, uh, yeah, besides that, even, even the... Even that doesn't sound real. I mean, Sharon's core progressions, I think it sounds way different than let's get it on. This has been a kind of thing in the news, or at least I've seen for a while now, and I guess they're now going to court over it. Uh, Ed Townsend's, like, estate, I think they're the ones behind it because he wrote a lot with Marvin Gaye. He, their estate is just ruining that legacy. Like, Marvin, Marvin Gaye's legacy is just being ruined right now uh, because of his, uh, because of all that shit, you know. And, it, and it's kind of it's kind of sad because I think Marvin Gaye's a legend, and like as a musician and songwriter myself, I have to say that no, I don't even really wanna, don't even wanna listen to Marvin Gaye. You're like, hmm, I feel in the mood for like a Marvin Gaye. Ain't no mountain high enough. Ain't no mountain low enough. Like I'm just scared to listen to Marvin Gaye now because I'm scared I'm gonna accidentally have anything similar. Their songs like, oh my god, Marvin Gaye inspired people to do music? Oh shit, 
It's amazing uh, that he did that. Let's take everyone's money because we decided that our family fortune makes us not want to work. And if that money runs out, that means we have to get jobs. And uh, we're already the people they don't like. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm like, I'm over Ed Townsend's estate. Uh, even Blurred Lines, even though it's not even that good of a song. Like, actually, Blurred Lines did sound very similar. Uh, but I don't know. I, I always get mad with these copyright lawsuits when, even when it's like questionable, sometimes it's like a clear blatant ripoff. Like sometimes you get that. And like, you know, when I see lawsuits like this and it's just annoying seeing lawsuits in music cause it's like, I don't know. I like hip hop and like hip hop, they sample fucking everything. And, uh, you know, if you, if you, you know, there's a right way to do it and everything, but overall, I don't have to say, I always hate the people who are Every it's, it's always someone's estate suing someone else for stealing something that wasn't stolen, was just inspired by. So I don't know. Makes you it's just ruining someone's legacy, and I don't like it. All right, last article we got here: Noel Gallagher blames friends in coffee culture for a decline of music sales. Noel Gallagher has said he thinks the sitcom Friends in Coffee Culture are to blame for declining music sales. The former Oasis guitarist and songwriter discussed how changes in people's spending habits has affected how they support artists, particularly when streaming services have given them access to all the music they could possibly want for free. Indeed, he said he struggled to understand how people will spend their money in coffee shops, the growth of which he put down to the characters in Friends frequently socializing in one, but not music. According to the Daily Star, Gallagher said, sitting around in sweaters, drinking overpriced coffee, and talking about nonsense since the rise of the coffee shop, culture has disappeared. People are horrified that they have to pay for music, but $20 for two coffees? Oh, absolutely. I haven't got the brain capacity to process this. It's not the first time that Gallagher has pointed the finger at coffee culture either. He told NPR, I blame friends for the rise of the coffee shop. Since the rise of the coffee shop, culture has disappeared. Don't you think? People are horrified and they have to pay for music. Music, but $20 for two coffees? Oh, absolutely. I feel like the resistance to pay for music came after people got used to that. Maybe if that's... if. Maybe it's that they got used to spending a lot on commodities that feel like culture, like coffee, and then changed their financial priorities. Or maybe it's that all of a sudden music was free. Gallagher is currently gearing up to release a new album, Council Skies, with the High Flying Birds set to drop on June 2nd. It features the singles Council Skies, Dead to the World, Easy Now, and Pretty Boy. Yesterday, Gallagher confirmed that there will be a reissue of Oasis's Definitely Maybe album coming in 2024, though once again shut down the idea of being a reunion tour taking place anytime soon. There won't be a tour, he said. He won't come back to play them together. Man, I hate the Gallagher brothers, dude. I, I hate... I hate them with a the passion. They're first of all, the fact that someone someone the first person one person thought it up and others repeated it. They said the fact that Oasis is the next Beatles. Are you fucking serious? Like Oasis was never gonna be the next Beatles. They're gonna be they're gonna have a couple albums that are really good. Maybe have one hit that's just like, you know, made them a household name. And uh, then we're not going to hear much from them ever again. <coughs> That's what they would have been to. Then they broke up and had solo careers and some people like that. When someone asked me, 
What's an artist I think is overrated or banned? Well, like, artist, it's going to be Megan Trainer. I think. I don't think there's anything wrong with her as a person. I just think her music's bad, and it's clearly just for, like, YouTube clicks, uh, TikTok, you know, to be big on TikTok and shit like that. And you know what? I don't think that's how you should make music. Uh, and I just think the stuff really doesn't have a lot of substance to it. The other one's Oasis. They have a couple of good songs, you know. I think they have, you know, Champagne Supernova. And uh, anyways, brother, here's Wonderwall. And after all, you're my Wonderwall. What a, just sitting there in silence. Anyways, brother, here's Wonderwall. Uh, you know, like that. They have a song called Don't Look Back in Anger. And then, like, the brothers literally want to murder each other because they don't like each other. Don't Look Back in Anger. And they have that fucking song. I had to explain that to my mom who doesn't know any any music ever unless it's on a Christian radio station. If it's not Christian, it just gets shut off from her mind. It's called cult brainwashing, folks, if you didn't know what that is. Um, but, all right, let's talk about what he actually has to say. That coffee shops and friends are what killed music. Coffee shops became a thing because you know, people started to like coffee a lot more. Uh, and I do want to say, like, thanks to Starbucks, you know, I think they really, you know, they got it everywhere, and then people were like, oh, this is, like, the Starbucks we have here. And in smaller towns, they created coffee shops and shit like that, and they got popular. Uh, Wi-Fi and, like, having internet, you know, having to do work over the internet uh, really inspired coffee shops to grow because they got more because uh, they had Wi-Fi, and they just let people use Wi-Fi if they're buying shit. And, like, people like that. Um, they're also a place to hang out. Uh, and Friends, they didn't have, but it was, like, a f- place to hang out. Um, and then you're playing that because people spend $20 on coffee, but not spend $20 on your fucking shitty album. When, like, the, that's the problem with, uh, you know, and that's the real problem with it. I mean, like, if you go out to get coffee, like, one, you're getting a service, you're getting something you can consume, uh, you're able to spend time in a place where you can get work done, uh, you're at a place where you can visit with someone and have a conversation and talk and have a good time, so there's that, those are, like, the many reasons <coughs> why people like going to coffee shops, but you're saying that the show Friends, because they hung out in a coffee shop, now people hang out in coffee shops, and they... They buy so much coffee that they can't afford music. That's not the thing anymore. And I think, I think you have to. We're, we have to get over the fact that, like, oh yeah, um, I'm going to make a living selling my music. So unless, um, unless you're going through like sync licensing and shit like that, uh, like playing your own music and like hoping to sell like CDs or vinyls. Like I don't know. I don't think that's. A realistic thing you make money from other merch you make you know like shirts and shit uh hopefully from shows if you're if you're doing good enough you can get money from shows but yeah i don't think it's the dumbest thing in the world to say that uh the tv show friends that went off the air in 2004 almost it, like not can't went off the air like 19 years ago we're saying they're the ones responsible for spotify Apple Music, Tidal, Deezer, Amazon, and even YouTube. Like, that's the reason. 
the TV show Friends is the reason why streaming services for music became so popular. Uh, and all I have to say is... Congratulations, you played yourself. Have you ever been out in public and thought, hey, look at that fat guy, only for it to turn out to be a mirror and you are in fact the fat guy? That was the moment that kickstarted me into becoming the greatest health expert the world has ever seen. But I wasn't born being built different. Like Joe Cocker before me, I get by with a little help from my friends. And my friends happen to be today's sponsor, FNX Fitness. FNX Fitness is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality that provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, performance supplements for to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and healthy supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. I also really enjoy their clothing line that makes you look good while you work out as well. Another thing I love about FNX Fitness is that with every purchase, they donate a gallon of water to a child in need. Start working out smarter, not harder, by using the link in our description today you can save 15% on your purchase. Go save 15% on some of the best supplements out there when using the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. When you're at the beach, you aren't going there naked, letting everyone see your little shrunken pee-pee from being in the water. No, you're wearing some sort of clothing to cover up your privates. So why would you let companies you buy products from have access to the privates of your credit cards? That's where today's sponsor Privacy comes becomes the clothing for your credit card information. Privacy is the first payment product that keeps your personal information private while being even more convenient than using a physical payment card online. Privacy empowers you to protect your physical card information. Each merchant you share your card information with puts you more at risk to hackers or data breaches. Why not use a privacy card instead? By creating a virtual card with privacy for each merchant you shop with, your physical card is safe and secure. Privacy cards can be paused or closed at any time, preventing any future transactions from being authorized. Privacy cards can also be single-use, meaning they close after just one authorized transaction. One of my favorite ways to use privacy is for a service with a free trial that requires you to put in a credit card to sign but wait, there's more. By using the link in our description, you can get $5 to spend anywhere. That's money you get to use. So start paying the smart way with privacy. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. You bet I'm coming up in May. Oh, so I'm starting a new segment, or we're starting a new segment uh, called... Uh, what, what the fuck is this called? Uh, 25 hilarious tweets that had us laughing this week, or another one I call... Memes. I think I want to start a new series where I just look at memes, you know. Uh, I'm going to do my best I can. This is the new segment. I'm going to do the best I can to uh, try to let y'all audio listeners know. I don't, I don't want you guys pulling a fucking YouTube while you're driving. Goddamn. And, like, kids are like, what'd you guys look at before you had phones when you were driving? Like, we had gigantic folders of CDs that we were shuffling through to figure out what song we wanted to play. That's what we were doing. Okay. So I'm going to click here. And uh, we have the iPad screen pulled up. So that's cool. Uh, okay. So let's look at, let's do This Week in Memes. Um, this one. Uh, me at Starbucks waiting for the barista to yell my name. It's just like a woman who looks like she's at like a, a carpeted event for, like, a launch of something. Uh, it says Bo is Afraid, A24. Uh, is that an A24 movie? 
I need to watch more A24 movies. They need to put them on somewhere. I'm, I'm, I'm a streaming service guy. I could be a download guy, but it, you're, that's sort of a lot more work and a lot less janky. Uh, so it's just this woman with the deadest looking like she doesn't look like she has a thought in the world going on uh, on her face. And that's, yeah, that's a uh, yellow name. Describing memes is my favorite. Okay. Uh, getting a billboard just to flex. <laughs> it's for Adele's sold out show uh, August 5, 6, 9, 10, 12, and 13 at Staples Center. That's <coughs> in uh, Los Angeles, but it's a sold out billboard, which I do get. Um, to an extent, uh, well, it's like, I understand, like, having to let everyone know the show's sold out, but I don't think you need to, I, I don't get people, aver- like, there's a level to advertising the show sold out that people go way too far on. And, like, when people, I'm announcing all my shows, uh, and I just wanted to first say all these are sold out, so fuck you if you didn't get a ticket. Uh, we still have tickets to these shows. You know, I get it when it's like we still have tickets to the show and letting it know being sold out, but, like, you don't need a billboard. That shows out. Well, how will people see it? I'm like, when they buy the ticket, if they try to buy the ticket, they'll say it's sold out. Um, you don't even need to advertise anymore, to be honest with you. Uh, all right, another meme. All right, so it's Ellen DeGeneres. Looks like she just hit what looks to be... It's not ping pong, uh, maybe is not wiffle ball. Uh, the other game you play, kind of like tennis, but it's different. Uh, imagine seeing this running towards you at full speed in the dark. <laughs> just Ellen, De- just Ellen DeGeneres running full speed at you in the dark. That's pretty fucking funny, dude. Uh, that's some funny shit, right? Some funny shit right there. If you know what I'm saying. Uh, it's me. Here's my badge and and gun. Head lifeguard. You're what? <laughs> I get it, because he's like, uh, here's my badge and gun, but you're a lifeguard. So lifeguards don't have that shit. That's why that's fucking hilarious. Um, all right. Uh, so we have a woman. Uh, looks like she is giving a talk with a folder of Pokemon cards. The kind of folder we had when I was a kid. Uh... So it says, you were having a fine evening, feeling youthful and energetic. Then you saw Pokemon cards on Antiques Roadshow. Dude, yeah, I've been feeling, I've been getting to feel my age. Uh, one, I will tell you, this is a day I'm losing weight. But, uh, but two, uh, was it, so when I was in, it was eighth grade, I was in eighth grade. And our assistant band teacher, she, uh, they can be women. Uh, she went on maternity leave my sophomore year. Not my sophomore year. My eighth grade year. And I remember her going on maternity leave that year. Flash forward to now, I talked to their jazz band as an adult and an expert. And uh, that kid who she was in maternity leave for is now in high school. So that's fucking weird. Uh, but anyways, though, yeah. <coughs> this fucking woman. This bitch. <laughs> selling... Fucking antique Pokemon cards. And uh, I don't think Antique Roadshow is the one you go for. You have to go on website known Pokemon collectors, card collectors go for. Uh, They would be the ones probably more interested in that. Um, Oh, man, dude. The the regret I have. I think if I do have a time machine, my 
first thing I do have to say here, and uh, when, hopefully I remember this for the highlights, but if you have access to a time machine, the first thing you have to do is go back in time to when Mark Zuckerberg was in college, I think the early aughts, 2000s, if you don't know what aughts mean, and you have to get Mark Zuckerberg laid. That way he never invents Facebook and society is so much better because of it, okay? It is, it is our duty, if you have a time machine, to do that. The second one the thing I do with the time machine is uh, I would go back to the garage sale where my mom and dad were doing before we moved to Missouri, and I just throw all my Pokemon cards out there because I, I wasn't into Pokemon cards anymore. I would have I given Kid, Kid Sam. I think, he was, I think he was Sunshine at that point. Some of you don't know my, you know my name, not my story. Uh, I would give a little sunshine at that point. Uh, I'd, give, I'd, I'd, I'd whiffle up $100. I feel like with inflation now, I can get $100 differently for them back then. Give that kid $100 for every Pokemon card he has. Go back to the future time now, and I will never have the regrets of getting rid of all my Pokemon cards back then. <coughs> and Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I don't think Yu-Gi-Oh cards are as... I wish I could go back in time and tell myself those were... You should just keep them lying around. Mom's going to want to get rid of them at every second, but you need to keep them. One day they will be, they will be big. We're sick. I have good news and bad news, and it's, it's a fucking uh, gravestone for Waldo. It's like, I have good news, I have bad news. The good news, we, we found Waldo. All right, then what's the bad news? Bad news is Waldo's dead, and we found his dead body. <laughs> <coughs> That's the joke. In case you didn't, you didn't get it. Thinking about the crown, the molding in my old apartment building's mailroom. All right, so we're we're looking at it here as adults. Uh, some of you are listening to this. Um, you know those like square crown moldings. Uh, you know, you kind of have it's like the lower, the bottom of your windows, just kind of for decoration. Well, whoever made this decided. Uh, instead of just making them all square and like fitting in like an outlet, you know, where you need to or anything else, they just uh, made the most random corners in the most random places. And it's weird and it does make me uncomfortable. Like, if I couldn't, you're, you work at that apartment complex, like you, you live at that apartment complex, I'd feel uncomfortable living there. You know, that's a safety violation. Yeah, we got a call for a safety violation. Yes, officer, look at that fucking thing. It's disgusting looking. All right, it's not a safety concern. Uh, in this next tweet, uh, weed isn't funny. My cousin got really high once and was annoying. <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty fucking good. <coughs> I, we all know. I don't know if we know that person who smokes weed and gets annoying. We all know that person who's annoying. And if we know something that's going to make it worse for them being annoying. We're going to just say no, okay? We're going to say just say no to that shit, Okay. Enjoy the ad from Temu. Timu. All right. So we got night cold. You're SpongeBob in his bed, nice and comfortable, ready for sleep. Morning cold. You are frozen over. You have the suds. This is what SpongeBob has. And it's uh, uncomfortable. So that's what that. Morning cold, yeah. Because it's like, and I think the reason why is like you like to sleep when you're cold because you like that blanket on top of you and like it's so comfortable. Morning cold, it's like cold, and you're supposed to get out of bed. Like, if you're supposed to get in bed and it's cold, easy. Just get out of bed when it's cold. 
not a good time. It's, you know, we're explaining memes here, folks. We're saving lives. I saw Darman in a weed documentary, okay? Don't, don't be fucking saying Darman's a good guy. He fucking went from trying to do weed as business. He's probably not even smoking weed. He's just doing it for the money. And then, uh, <coughs> and then, yeah, I'm making the shittiest videos on YouTube. All right. Sitting, waiting for her to respond. Can you tell me why you want to see my boobs? First, okay, I don't know if this is seconds or... I think, I think they're actually minutes. So first one, 13 minutes and five seconds. So he's explaining to her. You can't just do that over text. You're explaining to her for 13 minutes, five seconds. And I'm going to make a good guess. The recording cut off for some reason. <laughs> and then he said the next one which is $27.06, I guarantee, I guarantee this was all one message and it got split up and that's why it's two. A hundred percent, don't at me, I know that's true. Uh, I've been in a lot of those situations, it's always in two parts. Um, anyway, I'll do with it. Uh, it's Lawrence Fishburne in, with the bowl cut haircut, I don't know what movie this is from. Looking concerned. Uh, me staring at the ATM when I'm done just to make sure that MF Go back to the home screen. Yeah, just making sure no one's taking money out of your account. Like, that's how poor I am. You're like, making sure no one's taking you to your last $20. Shit like that. I always set two wake-up alarms. One for the person I want to be, and one for the person I am. There's multiple people I want to be then. I have like 13 alarms. I will do like in increments or whatever and snooze, you know just in my mind, keeping up with the increments and shit like that. I'm a bad person. That's why, that's why I'm like, let's just do things in the afternoon so I'm already awake and shit like that. That's what I like to do. Lana Day album titles. All right. And this is a tweet from Taylor Swift. Tripped on my dress hem and fell in the dark backstage while running to a quick change. That sounds like a Lana Del Rey album. <coughs> I would agree. Sounds like a Lana Del Rey album. You know your, you know your artist, Liam. Thank you, Liam. Uh, number 14, enjoy it. These are the best years of your life. Come on. All right. We're back here. Back here. Uh, enjoy. These are the best years of your life. And then they, this is the best. Oh, my God, dude. I remember being 23. I'm like, I guess this is my prime. <laughs> you know, like, I'm like, I guess this is... I guess this is growing up. So, yeah, I was like, Ooh. I think here's the thing. Ladies, your time is over if you're when you're in your 20s. Like, that's the best time of your life. Men, it's after 30. I think I think I have to believe it's after 30 for men. I'm 29, if you didn't know. Uh, I have to imagine. I don't know, because women prefer to date older men. Men typically prefer to date younger women and I've always been a guy who's wanted to date older women and now but I don't mind dating a younger like younger than me but you know and I'm 29 so it's like I don't know you got to be able to get into a bar to date me so you know that's young women to me and uh like younger men are older men so I, I I guarantee there's gonna be a big age gap if I ever get married there's gonna be an age gap folks and it's gonna be it's going to be a Christian age... Uh, no, we can't say that. Some of those Christians are pervs. It's an appropriate age gap, okay? <coughs> it's an appropriate age gap. Accidentally used... Sorry, we got to start over here. Uh, 
accidentally used my husband's body wash and now I don't move out of the way when someone's walking toward me. It's <laughs> like, so women are like, oh, now people respect me more because I'm using men's body wash and not women's body wash. That's the secret. You don't use the women's body wash. You use men's body Everyone use men. Ladies, don't you just want to smell like a man? You know? All right, uh, 16. Summer is better than winter. The summer, which is just heat and mosquitoes. Yeah, I never got people who who equate hot weather to good weather. Hot weather is not good weather. And I, I, I passionately say that. Being outside and just, just sweating through everything, you know, and, like, not being in an air-conditioned environment when it's 90 degrees outside is fucking terrible. Good weather is, like... 50 degrees, 60 degrees. I will even say this. Good weather may require a light jacket for some people. You know? I, I'm saying it. That's the truth. That's good weather. People are like, oh, it's 70 degrees here. I love it. Uh, and I get why people like, you know, if you live somewhere where it's snow everywhere, you're going to go somewhere where it's super hot to make, you know, to get the opposite. But, you know, I don't, hot weather is not good. Weather. Like July is not a good weather month. Okay. You can be outside, but, like, the boomers have already destroyed it, you know. The bo- it's already done. I think the plant's already done <coughs> at this point, you know. Uh, walking on a completely smooth path, my ankle. That's fucking uh, perennial tendonitis. That's what I have, folks. And now when I see people play basketball, it hurts my feet. Uh, has anyone else noticed appetizers and entrees are the same damn price? I've noticed that. Notice that a lot. And I gotta say, appetizers should be half the cost. That way you can get two appetizers and it's a meal. That's what you do. Um, number 19. Uh, there's actually no way this author just casually described a kiss as pink muscles dancing together. Goodbye. That's a, a man. I know a man wrote that. Women would not write something like that. Men describe women. In the worst ways possible in literature. There's a subreddit. It's like men writing women and is gross. And I even know someone who wrote, who was an author and he wrote down, her breasts firmly felt, her breasts were firmly grasped in the palm of his hands. I'm like, that's fucking dude. <coughs> Gay shit right there. Uh, the most humiliating thing a human can experience is making someone wait while you find a video and as you watch it together realizing it's nowhere near as funny as you remembered. That one hit my goddamn fucking soul right there, dude. Seriously? Seriously. Come on. Come on. You don't have to hurt me that bad. Me watching y'all party every weekend at Stewie in bed, like on his either iPhone or iPad. Just watching like everyone party while you're just sitting at home. Relatable. Relatable. Um, Morgan Wallen concert got canceled and all of my college classmates posting about it mad as hell. I'm crying laughing. OMG, what's, that's what y'all get for buying tickets to a Morgan Wallen concert. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what's going on with Morgan. I didn't, you know, if he had to cancel the show for a good reason, I think he did. But people were like, I spent thousands of dollars to go to this show. I'm like, I'm sorry you live eight hours away from, like, the local, the closest Morgan Wallen concert. You had to get a hotel room to see, like, a guy with a mullet just kind of, like, half-acid. But, uh, and I also kind of, I've met him. He's kind of a douche. Uh, And, 
yeah, it's like, it's just funny how people are, we're so fucking upset about, uh, that shit, you know? And, uh, yeah, if you spent $2,000 see Morgan Wallen, spend too much money to see Warren Wallens, okay? Just making a statement there. Do you remember me? It's just Dory. That's good. That's great. It's a great meme. Great meme. Uh, I'm not a hot mess. I'm a room temperature predicament. <laughs> Same. I agree with you, sis. Uh, the number of turns I miss because my GPS overestimates my ability to comprehend 600 feet. That's why you make a, you have to like mentally combine. Like when you're driving, you have to see the road, the road on your GPS. That's the best way to do it. The easiest way to like kind of, you have to translate your GPS to the real world. And people don't do that very well. When I was first using a GPS, I didn't do that very well. Now I do it really well. You have to very well translate it to the real world. And then <coughs> I'll tell you this, your life is perfect. And that's it. That's for uh, all of, uh, yeah, those are the memes. You bet I'm coming up in May. All right. And uh, now I wanted to go over conspiracy theories from BuzzFeed. We're not going to show the screen. But I wanted to go over, uh, what does BuzzFeed consider conspiracy theories? Uh, what? Okay. So, all right. The first one we got here. All birds died in 1986 and were replaced with drones to spy on the public. Okay. The only way that this theory is true is only if they killed, like, if 50%, you could say 50% of the bird population are robot birds, you know, and shit like that. We even so realistic that they, like, follow around <coughs> people and shit. But... I would say it had to at least be some, but not all, because, like, you know, I, unfortunately, I was there when a bird died once. And, yeah, it was it was, was not a robot. It was definitely not a robot. So I, we can definitely uh, put that shit out of there. Leonardo DiCaprio had something to do with River Phoenix's overdose. Shortly after his Oscar nomination for Running on Empty, River Phoenix was asked... In, what movie he wanted to do next, he pulled out a copy of the base, ba Basketball Diaries and said, I want to play Jim Carroll. Phoenix would have done anything to get this role, but apparently Leonardo DiCaprio wanted it as well. That's why he played a part of Phoenix, part in Phoenix's fatal overdose. In fact, Leo has even admitted to seeing Phoenix at a party in L.A. the night he died. After the untimely death, the role of Jim Carroll all went to Leo DiCaprio, Don't launch him into superstardom. Okay. He saw him at a party. So it's like, that's the thing. It's like, oh, I saw him at a party that night, you know? He was at a party. He was at a party too, but he overdosed. I don't know. It could be very far-fetched though. It, it would just, I feel like someone would have to know Leo would have overdosed someone. You know, it happens. Uh, number three, the Red Cross is using everyone's blood donations for satanic rituals. Okay, first of all, Satan doesn't exist. So I'm going to make a guess that the answer is no. Now, could they be using the blood donations for something else? Maybe. I don't know. What can you do with that much blood? You know, with a ton of blood. Most of the time, it's just like, you got to donate it, you know. You're like, this person needs blood now, and then you put other people's blood in them and it works somehow. 
That's weird. My blood has to be... My blood. I have high blood pressure, so... What does that mean? What kind of blood? Is it more syrupy? Is that my blood? What does it taste like? Um, number four, Stevie Wonder isn't really blind. <coughs> the example of the guy is because Donald Glover said... Uh, like, right in the middle of his concert, he said, I see Donald Glover's here. I see Donald Glover's here. Now, my idea of, is Stevie Wonder actually blind? In my mind, I kind of wish he wasn't. And here's the story. Stevie Wonder never claimed he was blind. He just likes wearing sunglasses. But he was wearing sunglasses so much, he became like, you know, he was like, sometimes he goes through a, through a sunglasses phase. Uh, and uh, he was just going through that. And everyone just thought he was blind. And uh, he just went along with it, you know. Didn't he, like, break up with a woman because she was too ugly? That's a story I read. Um, but I know it's just funny. He's like, I never said I was, like, Stevie Wonder. I never said I was blind, okay? I just wanted to let that out when he gets found out. Never said it. I never said I was blind. That would be my favorite. Um, number five, Big Pharma already has cures for HIV, cancers, and other diseases and illnesses, but it's hiding them. <clears throat> Honestly, I do I do think that's true. Like, I, there is a, I guess there is a recipe or whatever for a cure to, for, to a lot of illnesses. Just thinking, um, I'm okay. I'm just, I'm just thinking out loud here. Someone, someone could really tell me, but honestly, you wouldn't. If this news came out, you wouldn't be surprised though. Like, that's the problem with some conspiracy theories is like if they turn out to be true, no one's surprised about it. Like, you just assume some shit was going, bad shit was going on. So, like, big pharma, you having the cure for HIV, cancer, and other stuff. Like, you know, when they realize that, like, oh, we saw this in a pill form, it'd be easier. Like, considering that we basically figured out uh, a vaccine for COVID, like, three different companies figured it out in about a year, maybe a little over a year's time. You know, like, it doesn't seem that far-fetched that, they, like, they have a cure for, like, different cancers, and especially HIV, because HIV right now isn't, like, the thing is when you get it, you just start taking, like, a bunch of pills all the time and just... This is my life now. But anyway, I was like, no, I definitely believe that shit. Uh, number six, J.K. Rowling isn't who she says she is. And I already know there's the character in Harry Potter named Rita Skeeter. She's an author, and a gossip writer, and J.K. Rowling is her. I don't want to spoil the books for anyone who hasn't read it yet. Uh, it's a dumb theory. So There really is a government agent organization similar to the one in Men in Black. Um, yeah, I've heard of this rumor, too, like, just some weird videos of, like, but it's not, like, guys who look like Will Smith or Tommy Lee Jones. It's, like, guys are, like, no hair, not even on their eyebrows or whatever, and they look really weird. <coughs> they come in, like, a black suit, and it's always about weird alien encounters. So, uh, yeah, so, like, I've seen some videos that kind of convince me that there could be, like, an, a government, a secret government organization that helps hide aliens, but... Um, you know, uh, it's, you know, it's, it is what it is. Uh, Coke and Pepsi are secretly owned by the same people. All right. A little far-fetched, but I like, I like that. I like the theory. I like the theory. Do I think it's real? Probably not. Um, but I could see it. But I don't know. Like, I don't think Pepsi's really that good. I don't know. I don't really like Pepsi. Um, I love Mountain Dew, though. I love some fucking Mountain Dew. 
But, like, Coke has Diet Coke. And I was like, I can drink this without any guilt. I, mean, I can eat anything now. And so, yeah, far-fetched. But I uh, kind of like it. Ed Sheeran is the only person who remembers a once-famous band, so he's been stealing their songs. Oh, like in the movie Yesterday. It looks like they have that in the plot. Done in the movie Yesterday, it's uh, basically this dude... Uh, basically gets uh, gets into like a bike accident. I think it swears a bike accident, and then like he goes off and plays like one of the Beatles songs. Like he just plays Yesterday on his guitar or whatever, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, that song's so good! Did you write that?" Right? No, it's by the Beatles. You know, They're like and then he discovers the Beatles never existed. <coughs> so like then he just starts stealing their shit and start playing. That's what hundred percent what I would do too, bro. Like hundred percent. So I guess people think Ed Sheeran's doing this shit. I don't know. Even the logic in that, that logic in the universe, because they even made a weird thing at the end. It's like, oh, what's Harry Potter at the end of it, too? And so, theoretically, if uh, the Beatles never existed, J.K. Rowling would have never written Harry Potter. Hmm. Which is, that's which is also a weird thing. Uh, ancestry DNA kits are being used by the government to track everyone. Uh, it's one of those things you're like... Probably not, but if it does come out to be true, we're all going to be like, yeah, I wasn't surprised. Uh, I, that's a surprise. Uh, number 11, beards mess with facial recognition software, and that's why you've seen all those articles about how dirty they are. Beards are, like, super popular right now. Like, I remember when he, back in the day, I was like, oh, if you have a beard, you're a hippie or degenerate, because Mormons, they don't have facial hair. Jehovah's Witnesses, they don't. Uh, which kind of probably translated over to uh, more Protestant Christianity, where it's like, oh, beards, are for, beards are for the wicked hippie man. I am one of those men who clean shaves every day with his, with his Gillette razor. That's how it, that's how it is. Um, but no, I could see, I could see uh, people trying to discourage beards because of that, but yeah, that's, I'm going to say, no. Twelve. Paul McCartney died in the 60s and was replaced with a lookalike. That's the oldest fucking thing. And the fact... Who do we think... That's bad. I don't want either of them to die, but... Do you think Ringo or Paul's gonna die first? That's a good question. Ringo's made himself look younger. Paul's, like... Looks like his age. For the most part, it's gonna be like... I'm Paul McCartney. You know, one time in the Beatles, a woman sucked my dick and fingered my asshole. Like, the, the good job, Paul. Thanks for that. You know, that's a, that's a bad one. A 13. The TV was created to distract people from the government. I believe a lot. Of, like, the government, yeah, does a lot of things. But I don't think it was invented. Distract people from the government, you know. Because it went from radio to TV, you know, and that shit. So, uh, there, there's that, uh... <laughs> shit like that, yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm gonna say no to that one. Uh, your entire existence is just part of a simulation? Ah! That's the weird thing about simula the simulations, because I, I, wanna, I wanna believe in a good world, you know? But if we're all in a simulation, it's like some people's lives are more or worse than others. Whatever, and weight gain, weight loss is a weird thing to me, too. Like, there's no way I could figure out this is a, like a synthetic body or whatever. I don't know, there's just, I don't, I don't know, I just don't, I feel like if the fact that we're questioning are we in a simulation 
would determine the fact because like people who are running the simulation wouldn't let people think they're in a simulation. Uh, number 15, there's an alternate reality on the other side of mirrors. I don't think that's true, but that's like a really cool concept for story. Like any type, any type of stories or whatever, there's probably millions of stories like that. Uh, first one that comes to mind is Chalk Zone, which everything that was erased from a chalkboard exists in this universe. Uh, so that's really cool, but I, I kind of believe in, in alternate universes and shit like that, but... Uh, alternate realities in the mirror? <coughs> Maybe. I don't think we're ever going to get to the other side, though. That's that's the thing, and I don't... I think... Because that would mean that everywhere in the mirror that we look is an alternate universe, but we do the exact same thing as our alternate universe selves. So... Huh. That's actually a cool theory. We got two more. Uh, 16, they take the Titanic on purpose to, to collect insurance money. Uh, if it's if anything to collect insurance money, it's like, that could, uh, that could be true. I'm not, I'm like, not arguing with that shit. Uh, yeah, well, you know, it's possible, but, and, well, that's the thing. A lot of, it's like when you go into a lot of time of court settlements, it's not necessarily uh, prove that you're right. It's show me that you're right. Show evidence that you're right. And I, there has to be more evidence for the Titanic shit. And the last one, Nicolas Cage isn't actually from Earth. Nick Cage is an abandoned alien. He has increasingly oddball behaviors as a result of him getting fed up with humans and all, uh, all of our troubles. He acts this way because he wants to go home his early days as an actor. Basically just him adjusting to being on Earth, but now he really, really wants out. Now, I think because he's part of like the Capilla family. It's like that's like a big long line of families. And I always think it's cool. I always think it's cool when I think Garth Brooks' daughter, Allie, does this. She's an artist. I've heard she's nice. Um, that uh, she goes by, like, Allie something, maybe her middle name, because she doesn't want to be Allie Brooks. Or she might go by Allie Brooks, actually. I don't know. But uh, she goes by that, so she, people aren't like, oh, that's Garth's daughter. You know, that's G's daughter. Like, and I really like that. So, like, I always think it's cool when actors, like, try to not be associated with the famous family. Even though, like, getting their foot in the door was because of their family and shit like that. That's how it is. Uh, so those are conspiracy theories. Let me know if you have any conspiracy theories that you think I need to look into and check out and be mysterious. Have you ever cracked open a cold one with the boys? The vibes are on, then all of a sudden, you are out of cold ones. Though the vibes are still on, the vibes will soon go off because you are out of cold ones. There's no need to drive when you're under the vibes. That's why today's sponsor, Drizzly, is here to make sure that the vibes continue. Drizzly gets all your favorite beer, seltzer, wine, whiskey, and much more delivered directly to your home. With their easy-to-use mobile app, we are getting one step closer to never leaving our homes. You know it's a saying something when it's being praised as the Amazon for liquor. Drizzly is my go-to app for getting all the booze I need so I can do other things. So using our link in the description today, you can save $5 off your first purchase through Drizzly. Drizzly has proprietary ID verification technology that it provides to its retail partners that allows drivers to scan IDs for more than a barcode to make sure the purchaser is over 21 years old in the U.S. and of legal drinking age in Canada. Retailers on Drizzly may have a minimum order or delivery fee. So using our link in the description, get $5 off your first order with Drizzly. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. 
You're not a boomer who still goes to what our ancient civilizations called a store. You buy everything on the internet like a modern individual. What if I could tell you that you could be saving more on your purchases by only making a few clicks on your computer? That's where today's sponsor, Honey, will change your life. Honey is a free browser extension you can download using the link in our description of this episode. Honey searches the entire internet for promo code, coupon codes, free shipping, and anything else that will save you money when buying things online. It's 100% free and at no point will you have to pay for it with all of those many, many microtransactions. It's as simple as pressing a single button and you can start saving money. Not using Honey is basically throwing money away that could be saved for more important things. I recently had to get business cards uh, for myself and Honey literally saved me 60% on uh, like a pack of 500 business cards, it was amazing. Add the Honey extension to your browser today for free by using the link in our description of this episode. And when you support, uh, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Oh no! Our table! It's time for Oh No Our Table, the part of the segment where you ask me questions on problems that you have. I went into that way more enthusiastic than I planned to be the rest of the episode. The episode I'm like, I'm alright, I need to pull that back. You know, pull that back a little bit and be a better performer. I think there might be a fly in my room. Welcome to summer, folks. All right, let's just look into it. Let's, you know. Let's just jump into it. First question to a guy here. Do astronauts masturbate? I mean, some of them, some of them are up in space for up to six months. Surely they have some way to relieve tension, in quotations. (coughs) Well, um... Here's the answer to that. I've done a little research. So on your mom's house, YMH, whatever you like to call it, if you're a fan of the podcast, we're probably you probably like this show too. So make sure you hit the subscribe button. Um, they've been recently talking about like just joking about uh, Tom Segura busting a nut in space, and so there's been a lot of articles coming out since then uh, because of it. Uh, but the big thing I want to say uh, that I figured out in all the research I've done in regards to if astronauts bust nuts up in space is this. Here's the information I've learned that will give you some insight. So actual sex intercourse, um, there is no publicly recorded method or anywhere recorded that two astronauts decide to fuck each other in space. Uh, that none of that exists. So if they did, it's not fully known until someone says something about it. You know, an actual astronaut says something about it. <coughs> but uh, informally, from what I've heard and in my research, is that uh, you know when you're in space, like you know you're obviously zero, like zero gravity, or maybe even a little bit of gravity. I don't know what's the rule there, but. Uh, with that being said, your body's different. Like, that's why when you, uh, you know, they're astronauts, when they come back to Earth, they have to go into, like, physical therapy to basically, like, learn how to walk and basically because their muscles are all, like, uh, squishy, basically, at that point because they have to rebuild some muscle because just, like, the, just the way space is, gravity and shit, you know, that's what Neil deGrasse Tyson, quote Neil deGrasse Tyson on that, uh, when he said... Gravity and shit. And that's Neil deGrasse Tyson right there. Uh, you know, um, you know, there's a lot of health things. That's why not every fucking fat person is going to space. That's why 
some people like dream about being an astronaut, you know? What? They like have dreams of being an astronaut. And they're like, they literally have worked their entire lives uh, to keep up with the physical, uh, educational strength, I guess. And, uh, you know, physically and mentally to be able to be an astronaut. Like, you have to do that. Uh, and a lot of those people don't make it, like, aren't able to be astronauts because, like, like, your body, you know, as I like to say, you have to be built different to be in space. So a big, you know, they, they're always, like, concerned about, like, your health in your space. Like, they're probably reading vitals and shit all the time. But, you know, and if you know anything, you've probably, if you've listened to this podcast, you know before. I always say it's healthy. Men need to come. Uh, I like to describe it as, like, it's a poison inside our bodies that we have to get out. That's how I describe what a good old semen is for men. And so I'm always like, if you need someone needs a jerk, you help you, you help a brother out. Uh, if you're if you're okay with that, I won't throw up when you do it. So you know like that. So unofficially and informally, uh, I can say that I've heard the news that uh, prostitus is a big concern. Uh, you know, when you go into space and you're health wise, uh, because you're like, I don't know if I can jerk off. You know, your blood pressure is different, and so many different things in your body are different. Uh, it's it's good to say that yes, they do they are informally encouraged to bust nuts in space. Uh, so it is marked down. Yes, people have busted nuts in space, and they ha- need to do it regularly. Which, fellas, I I, I want to say like I don't want people to be addicted to porn and need to like jerk off all the fucking time. But I also think like I think four times a week is good. You know, four times a week, fellas, four times a week. Four play king four times a week. I like that. Or I like that. What's the hottest thing a girl can say during sex? What? God damn it. God damn it. This is one of those things I needed to have a good prepared joke for. I just don't have a good prepared joke for it. What's the sexiest thing a girl can say during sex? Okay. All right. Let's figure out the... Should I... I usually go for the dumb ones and then go to the serious ones. I want to do that the opposite of that. All right, the serious ones. All right. I like it. God damn it. Is this what this podcast is coming to? I like that. Just fucking... What what are you into, buddy? And I've always been a big proponent on, like... Nobody needs to know your kinks, okay? Nobody needs to know your kinks. Um, Very big. Like, you can be a... Like, you know what? My mailman is into women pissing on him. That's good for him, but I don't want to know that, you know? It's okay that he's into that, that consensual shit. He's getting pissed on. Like, it's different. Like, if you want to pee on another person... That's a hard that's a hard fetish to have to live your life with, fellas. But if you like another person pissing on you, that's so fucking easy. Dude, I would piss I would piss in anyone's mouth for twenty dollars. I'm just saying that. And I'm I'm here's the thing. Some of you are gonna think, oh, that's a joke. Some of you're gonna think, huh, will he really? And I'm like, I will really piss in your mouth for twenty dollars, okay? I don't fucking care. I need to pee a lot anyway. I try to drink a lot of water, try to be hydrated, you know? You know, I've been cutting down drinking, and then weed just makes your mouth dry, so you have to be drinking all the time. I'm, like, going to start losing weight tomorrow, and I'm going to quit alcohol, go, you know, 
do a sober month of May, and, uh, you know, yeah, I don't give a shit. Okay, sexiest thing a girl can say drink sex. Daddy's not the answer, folks. I know I joke about it. That's only what your mom calls me. <laughs> I had to pick all of them. Um, <coughs> I feel like I feel like the general answer, if you want just a general answer to your uh, predicament, I would say say things that encourage him. Uh, men, for some reason, we all think about our dicks a lot. And so you're like, oh, my God, that feels so good, you know. She's like that. Make the man feel like he's doing a good job. That's the best thing. Because uh, men don't get attention a lot, and so when we get attention, it's very nice, you know. Sometimes I do things strictly for attention. From women, that's up in the air. But uh, for the rest of it, it's, uh, it's wait and see, you know. This is the type of guy you get. Hmm. How are people in the U.S. still vote Republican when their track record is as bad as it is? I'm serious. How are more than 10% of the people able to vote for a party as disastrous as Republicans? Ever since the 60s, this party is completely nuts and out of control. How is that possible? Is it only Fox News? Can't be. Um, so as an American, and I'm proud to be an American where at least I know who I'm free. You know, this this reminds me of an, an, a story that's not related to this. But uh, there was a time, there was a period of time where if you wanted to listen to a song and you wanted to listen to it whenever you wanted to, there was a time when CDs were popular, records were out, tapes were out, CDs were popular, and before the iPod, where sometimes you bought like a $10 plus item or plus album just for one song. Sometimes you just did that shit. Like, you, I, you like this song so much, hear it on the radio, and then like when tapes were out, because people would just tape the radio, they could listen to it as much as they want. But then, you know, when it was CDs, my dad would buy, you know, a CD for one song sometimes, you know. Like he, he, had a full, he had a job. Like he was fine. <laughs> you know, he had a job. No big deal. Uh, and remember one CD, but he was the proud, I'm proud to be an American, where at least, and like, you know, and I get the, he was never really a patriotic guy, but he was always like, but he, he liked that song for some reason, he's just like, I'm proud, you know, that's the thing that, the people who were like, let's market 9-11 were probably, uh, the best marketing, they, if marketing people have an award, I once had to play a gig at like the State Farm Awards or something like that. So I don't, I'm not like acting like I'm better than anyone else. But like, if there's, you know, some award for that, I think, you know, I think it would be pretty good. Uh, but anyways, though, let's get actual to the actual question. Um, so when you, especially in like smaller areas, a lot of ideas, you know, like the liberal ideas was like, all right, so like. We go from, like, these small towns, like, let's say population 500, sometimes even less, their town. They don't want to stick with the, the, city, the city guy who doesn't understand what they're going through and, like, all their problems because their local elections still don't do anything either. So, like, that, so like they don't really like the – because Democrats kind of, like, shame rural life. 
the Republicans kind of praise it, even though they're the exact same as the Democrats when it comes to people living in rural areas. So there's that, but like Republicans try to, Republicans kind of like got those people to like like them. It's like a cool, like we do things a little different around here. Like they're kind of like that as well. So it's like that, but then, but like Republican, because a lot of like small town areas, sometimes they have unions and shit like that. So it's very weird with the Democrat thing because Democrats have kind of always been L.A., Hollywood elites and shit like that, and you don't really like them, and you learn the Hollywood people are pedophiles, but then, you know, Republicans are pedophiles too and shit like that. So you have that, and so it's really like a culture of someone living here like, oh, you're a Democrat, and, you know... Uh, one big thing they do it is uh, the Christianity whole thing. Like, uh, if you knock a woman up and at two days you get it aborted, it's like, it's a baby. It's a real baby now. You're like, okay, sh- you know, they believe that. And, you know, I feel like everyone needs to believe what they believe. But then, like, they get they somehow wrapped Christianity around it, which, if you want to look in the Old Testament, uh, I believe, uh, I wish I could reference the verse, but... I believe that if a man thinks his wife has been into infidelity, I can't remember the other words, uh, they just abort the baby. So, uh, you know, Old Testament has some some stuff like that, and then the New Testament didn't update it on that shit. So uh, you can follow whatever you want to believe. A book from the Bronze Ages, Common Sense, follow whatever you want to Follow whatever you want to believe. Common Sense, a book from the Bronze Age. Follow follow what's smart. so you know they got the they got the Christians involved and a lot of small town people even if they don't really sometimes like I feel like a lot of people like do you believe in the afterlife and they're kind of like me but haven't thought about it as much or it's like maybe you know there might be something out there uh, but I don't know I grew up Christian and so part of like my existence was believing in that and I want to believe the good things but want to take it get a word of the bad things and so different from there but. Yeah, Republicans, there's like the small town life, Republicans, Republicans are the ones who are going to help these small towns and shit like that. Well, a lot of times Democrats that, that have like socialist policies are the ones that like fund a lot of shit. Like libraries, the postal service, firefighters, even police, that's a socialist thing. <laughs> police are socialist thing, which is funny. They're like, I'm not a socialist, but I'm a police officer and I'm a socialist. I believe I should help people and not be giving out random tickets to make money. That's not what I'm about. But anyways, though, yeah, so it's kind of like a small-town thing, and it's just, in their nature, you vote Dem- you vote Republican. That's uh, that's what the, the good people are, the Republicans, and that's how they grew up that way. And uh, it's kind of wrong. A lot of times you can talk some common sense to some people where they're not going to be, they don't like the Republicans either. They're kind of like me with Joe Biden. We're like, all right, I'd rather have Joe Biden as president if I have to look at the other options. And then it's like, do you like Joe Biden? Fuck no. Fuck that guy. Anyways, yeah, that's that's that there. Why are fully cooked steaks bad? Uh, When someone wants a steak well done slash fully cooked, they typically get explanations of disgust. Can someone explain the animosity? So what I think we're talking about, so yeah, overcooked steak. So my mom likes her steaks just burnt, and it's, and you know, my dad never really cared, but he would always make it to my mom's standard, and... I wish I could talk to my dad today and be like, hey, dad, I'm grilling a lot now. And I got to tell you, 
there's different parts of the grill that are, have temperatures. Like, what I do if I if my mom wants food, like I'll put hers on the hottest part of the grill, and I'll put my food on the medium hot place on the grill. And then while it cooks, like I just wait for mine to get to the waist I want it. By that time, her overcooked thing will be done, and yada yada yada, then like that. I've come to kind of think like I feel like as in people living in the U.S., you know. Some of us are at least second generation of steak eaters, you know? Sometimes you, steak eaters just come in the family. Like, you just become that. So, when, like, some people, like, their dad liked it really raw, really rare, and that's why they like it. Well done. I'm guessing that's how my mom uh, is like. I bet my grandpa probably liked it really well, like, pr pretty raw on the inside, and uh, she started to hate that and that. Uh, I kind of copied my mom and what it really well done, and then I realized, like, medium rare, medium, medium well. I do like it a little medium, medium well, a little in that area, where it's like, I don't want it super, I want a little pink, but not super pink, but I don't want it too well done. So that's how I like bacon, too, you know? There's a, I found a way, I found a way. Uh, so, yeah, the reason why, um, in the most part, I think why people will order a steak well done is because it's opposite of what they grew up with. Like, if you grew up with someone who liked a pretty rare steak, it's going to come back. You're going to probably want it really well done. Like, butterflied, well done. But then, like, if you grew up with well done, then you're going to come back and like, oh, I want a medium well, medium rare. And sometimes you just grow up and like that shit, you know, how it is. Steaks are, um, if they want it well done, we politely ask them to leave, Bobby. <clears throat> what do you think actually happened in the Casey Anthony case? Just curious to hear what you think the truth is. All right. I've not done a lot of research in this, but I have done some. <laughs> and by some, I mean a couple documentaries. What do I think actually happened with Casey Anthony's kid, Kaylee? So here's, okay. There's a, the scenario I think happened is this. Uh, what I think is the real truth is this. And then I'm going to go into things that could be in the conspiracy ballpark. What I think happened is Kaylee died. It was, you know, Casey didn't, like, intentionally try to kill Kaylee. But Kaylee died. But whether it was Casey's fault or not Casey's fault, I'm going to leave up in the air. But Casey died. Kaylee died. Kaylee died. And so then there was like a month period where people thought it was in Casey's trunk and Casey was out partying and shit like that. And honestly, when traumatic things happen to you in life, I'm going to tell you, uh, what they do next is all up in the air. Like, I'm going to go out partying instead of thinking about my dead daughter. And, you know, I think she got a little anxiety, like thinking like, and maybe and this, maybe this is where I get to maybe conspiracy theory. Maybe there's something in it that Casey could have been at fault for, even if in reality it may not have been like, oh, Casey accidentally left a knife on the counter. Then Kaylee ran up and got it and accidentally hurt herself and killed herself with it. You know, Casey's thinking that, oh, she could still be a reason for it, even if technically she might not be. So she hid the body for a while, buried it in the, you know, buried in the woods, and they identified it as uh, Kaylee and shit like that. That's what I think happened because I don't think, I'm see, you know, you know, I make a lot of jokes 
that, you know, my favorite Star Wars scene is episode three where uh, Anakin just fucking murders the younglings, which isn't really actually a scene. It's like an intended thing that happened off screen. <laughs> you know, Lucasfilms, when are you going to give us that scene un- uncut? I want, I want that cut. Let's see fucking... That Dooku death scene was already rough in that movie. The two scissors and his head got chopped off. Already fucking rough, okay? I want to see the kids die, okay? But uh, most people, I think Kaylee was like two. Like, two-year-olds can be annoying. I've never wanted to kill a two-year-old. All I've wanted to do, though at worst, you want them to fall asleep. Also a conspiracy theory with Casey Anthony. So I think, I will say what I think happened. Kaylee died. Whether it was Casey's fault or not, just remains there. Kaylee died. Casey didn't know what to do with this information. Uh, And a lot of times traumatic things happen, and people are, like I said, are going to do the craziest shit. She, you know, she hid the body, went out partying, lived her life, uh, and eventually it all caught up to her. Like, where's Kaylee? I want to see Kaylee. Kaylee's not here. Shit like that. So that's what I think maybe happened. Also in a documentary. I I 100% believe. I don't think Casey intentionally tried to outright murder her daughter. But here's what I think actually happened. Here's what I think actually happened. That's also not 100%, not can't be considered fact, but is just my opinion. Just want to put it out there. I think what happened was there was talks about Casey leaving you know, Kaylee with Zanny the man, the nanny. And that was a whole thing. If you want to look up more information, look it up. But Zanny the nanny is a big thing. Now, Zanny sounds a lot like Xanax to me. And, you know, what I know about Xanax, I haven't had actual Xanax, I think. I do take antidepressants, but I think they're, like, extended release, so I can't, I don't think I can have fun with those. But, uh, I'm also already on the... It's like you take Xanax, you take more Xanax, you know, <sighs> just basically to double your amount. But uh, Xanax, what I've heard people do with Xanax is like they just kind of live in their high, be a potato, fall asleep and shit like that. So I think maybe Casey gave Kaylee a little Xanax, you know, just like probably not a lot to, and she didn't intentionally try to kill her, but just to like get her to calm down because she was too... And eventually she died probably because of that. And then she tried to hide the body instead of doing that. But also, there is something different where I think if a kid's going to, like, get into, like, a medicine cabinet and just take a bunch of shit all at once, they're going to take a lot of it all at once. And a lot of times they just throw it up. But, like, if you take a lot of Xanax, that could kill you, like, obviously. But if, I don't know, I guess it was too late of a time for them to do a decent autopsy on Kaylee, so... Yeah, so I think, I don't think Casey intentionally tried to kill her daughter, but she could have been responsible for it. So, that's where I'm ending there. I don't want to be spreading a bunch of fucking lies about shit or whatever, you know. This is the type of guy you get. Why is there always pee on the bathroom floor? I assume you're a woman living with another penis haver. Uh... I would say a vagina have. I guess the appropriate thing to say would be a vagina haver living with the penis haver. Uh, you know, it's, it's fucking 2023. We're sticking with the times, folks. All right, so pee on the bathroom floor. So what I will tell you about the, the penis when we pee, and first of all, some guys will give up 
stand up peeing. I fucking love stand. I love peeing standing up. It is my absolute favorite fucking thing. I only pee sitting down is when poop is also coming out of me at the same time. Like, I legit, like, get mad. And I was taught the lesson by my, my late father, rest in peace, Timmy, uh, that if you accidentally get some dribbles on the toilet seat or on the floor, take some toilet paper and wipe it up. And then I learned on my own, uh, just use your sock, you know. Who fucking gives a shit? Your pee's not there anymore. Uh, is, it already, is it sanitary? No, but, like, also... When you use a public restroom, you know the risks. So put the paper down or not. Figure your own shit out. Uh, so that's what I do. So I'm a stand-up here, but I will do that. But also, dream home, a urinal installed. I fucking, I would fucking love that shit. Um, pee on the bathroom floor, though. So what happens is, if you ever... Honestly, whoever invented the hose was also like... Was also I'm like, this is how my penis works. And so if you turn off a hose, uh, like, the water stops, but there's still a couple dribbles. That's what a dick is like. That's what happens when a, a penis is like. Uh, women probably do it too. Sorry, sorry, sorry for my microaggressions. Vagina havers also have them too, but they're already sitting down. It's already just going in like that, so it's not a big deal. But that's why men have it. Uh, now, now, when we miss, it's because... We didn't have a good grip on our hose, a little hose there. That's why if it's like in a, you know, it's like all around the seat and everywhere. Yeah. And fellas, clean that. You got to clean. Like, I'm, I'm encouraging you to stand up when you're pissing, fellas. But I do not want you getting pissed everywhere. Wipe that shit down. Use, that's the actual use for a washcloth. If you, you poor people have a washcloth, just wipe the toilet seat down. You could probably use that rag a million times, you know? Um... And shit like that. So, yeah, that's why it's just like it dribbles a little bit. And so if you see a couple drops, that means uh, he didn't mean it. Ladies, okay? I'm, all right, we're going to go heteronormative right now. Ladies, if your boyfriend or husband is just a couple little spots, that's his normal penis. He didn't intend that. He is sorry. You will clean it up. Now, if, it, if it's puddles, if it's puddles, he left that shit uh, and does not give a shit about what's going on. That's the truth, and uh, that's what you have to live with. I identify as a fucking threat. All right, our fucking finally, our last question. I'm a 22-year-old woman who's never played video games. What's the best slash easiest way to get into them? All right, so you're a woman. Okay, so you're already at a disadvantage. <laughs> that's that's horrible. Uh, but what I'll say here is, you're if you've never played video games before, I don't care if you're a woman. You didn't have to give me your gender. Just say if you're never into video games, what I'll do. But you said you're a woman, so the first game I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you to get. I'd probably tell you to, right now. Uh, is it? Uh, Actually, it just hit it just hit May first. It's gonna be May as I'm recording this. Uh, if you're but if you're a woman, I would say at this point in time, May first, 2023, is to get a Nintendo Switch, get Animal Crossing. That's a very gender neutral game, I think, that people really like. And now that you also have a Switch, you can also get into Mario Kart. Uh, all the Mario games are pretty basically pretty. Uh, they don't require a gender to play it. Uh, Pokemon 2, uh, they've always made note. That they make a female character. 
just for you. Pokemon's fun. Uh, most Nintendo software, like, you may not be... You may be playing as a man, but that's not stopped a lot of creepy men from playing as women. So there's that. So, but no, I think Animal Crossing, Stardew Valley is a good one, too. Uh, because I guess most video games, people's perception on video games is always shooters. And, you know, uh, I play shooters with women, too. You know, I'm, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. I'm just little unwell. I know right now you don't care. Uh, so you have that. Uh, but if you want to play shooters with friends who are men, who are, and hopefully none of them are trying to get with you, if you're unless you're if you're on Discord, they're gonna get with you. That's just, if you give me your real phone number, just don't give them a chance. Uh, they're gonna ask, they're gonna let you play with them. Uh, you're gonna have to learn practice and learn how to get better at the game, a, a shooter game, and sometimes that can be hard. I I'm not good at Overwatch, and so I don't play it because I'm not good at it. That's how we, that's how I answer my problems is uh, with that very institution. So, yeah, no, I do think Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing, like, when COVID started, I remember buying Animal Crossing. It was right before things really shut down, and I went to the guy at the counter. I'm like, hey, do you guys have any copies of uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons? Hold on, let me check. He literally just turns around with a stack of Animal Crossing New Horizons. He's like... Hey, is this our last stack of Animal Crossing New Horizons? Yeah. All right, here. <laughs> he sold me the what? This is fucking weird. Uh, anyway, so I do think Animal Crossing New Horizons is perfect, and especially the Nintendo Switch, because a lot of games are on the Switch already, so if you're not wanting to get into, like, console gaming, you do that, but if you want to play with boys and you want to be that Pikmin girl, and you know what? There's something wrong with being Pikmin girl. Just don't come around me. That's all I ask. Uh, you know, you may have to get an Xbox or a... PS5. Uh, I would say get an Xbox Series S because people will still uh, take you respectfully. And you can go on game, uh, you can go on uh, their Game Pass and uh, play just a bunch of shit, like any game that interests you, and uh, you go from there. So, advice for anyone wanting to play video games. And with all that being said, thank you for checking out this episode of Cancel Shweezy, better known as the Lord's Trademark Favorite Podcast. Just a reminder. You bet I'm coming up in May. And check out so all my social media under the Shweezy, my new my two-year-old song, It's Gonna Be Me, a cover of InSync's classic, because it's now May. You bet I'm coming up in May. Uh, check out social media, like I said, uh, under at the Shweezy anywhere, twitch.tv slash the Shweezy 2. Connect your Amazon Prime account too. Uh, to your Twitch account and subscribe. That way you take $5 away from Jeff Bezos, Patreon page. Great way to say thank you for being a friend and let's not forget the free shit to uh, make sure you're subscribed whether you're not you're on the audio an audio platform or on YouTube. We're truly trying to bring up the YouTube even more and I think we're doing a decent job but I want it to be more power. So we want to do that as well. Make sure you're on YouTube sharing our highlights with your friends and family. Uh, leaving a comment on the video too. I like to see those shit. I want to see what other people have to say. I'm like, I don't even care if you insult me. I just want to see what you have to say. Uh, and make sure if you're on the audio platform, leave a review. Give us a five, four, three, two, or one star rating. So, honk villa butt drugs and stay awesome.
You just finished a full episode of Cancel Sweezy. You are now one of the smartest individuals who will ever exist in our world. Uh, if you like that episode, make sure you subscribe, whether you're watching this show or listening to the show, make sure you subscribe. That way you get notified whenever we release full new episodes as well. And if you're on YouTube, smash that bell button. That way you get notified anytime we make a post over here on YouTube. Uh, honk if you love butt drugs and uh, yeah, stay awesome.